Welcome to Unsung Stories, where we'll be chatting to unacclaimed mamas in the Christian world who love Jesus, are faithfully seeking to know and love God more, and pointing their families to Him. I'm your host, Laura Smith, and I hope that you will find solidarity with a regular mum living out the gospel in regular ways and be encouraged in your own unsung story. Thanks for joining us. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Unsung Stories. Today we are joined by Laura. Laura is a mum of two and I'm sure you will be as encouraged as I am after her story today. Uh, Hearing about her struggles with infertility, uh, being faced with losing her husband at a young age, But then working through all of that and still having to come before God and wrestle with her plans not eventuating how she thought her life would look uh, and surrendering to Him in that process. Thank you to everyone who has been sharing our Instagram content and leaving a review on iTunes. It's been so helpful and encouraging. Please make sure that you send through your address so that we can send you your little gift. Let's jump into today's conversation with Laura. Well, hi, Laura, and welcome to Unsung Stories. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. Just so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit more, could you tell us about yourself and what your family life looks like? Sure. My name's also Laura. I live Great on- name. It <laughs> <laughs> sure is. I live on the central coast of New South Wales with my husband and our two little boys who are aged four and almost two. So during the week, I work two days as a clinical psychologist and I spend the rest of my week at home with the boys. That's awesome. So I've had the privilege of hearing a fair bit of your story and just the challenges that you faced over the last few years. Would you mind just jumping straight in and sharing a bit of an overview of what it's all looked like? We had actually hoped to start a family back in 2012. So at that stage of our lives, we'd moved to the Central Coast, we'd bought a house and settled into a new church. And we were young and healthy and didn't expect to have any issues with with starting a family. However, I didn't fall pregnant quickly or easily. And as time went on, we started seeing some doctors and having tests and medical procedures to try to work out what was going on. Nothing came up on the different tests. The various specialists we saw really weren't sure why I wasn't falling pregnant. And this was really hard because it was frustrating. We didn't know what was going on, why we couldn't have a baby. And a lot of my friends were starting to fall pregnant at the same time. Mm, That's hard. It was really hard because I'd be excited for them, but then I just found it so painful Mm. And tricky because I didn't have a baby and couldn't understand why and mm. just didn't know, yeah, didn't know what was going on and what the road was going to look like for us. Mm. And then in the midst, so this had been going on for a little while, and then my husband randomly had a cardiac episode and he was diagnosed with a really serious cardiac condition that for us just came out of the blue. We'd had mm. no idea that this was there was anything going on. His condition deteriorated quickly and so he spent a lot of time in hospital over a period of three years 
and that was in Sydney. So there was mm. lots of time spent in Sydney back in and hospital. Forth. Lots of time yeah, back and freeway. forth. That's it was so hard. It was really hard. Luckily, my family live in Sydney, and so we had some oh, really good, su- good we had some really good supports there. But it was really hard. You're looking at growing your family, and then all of a sudden, you're fa- are we going to lose my husband? Ab- absolutely, and that was huge because I I'd gone from thinking the biggest problem in my life was that I didn't know if I was going to be able to have a baby to suddenly thinking. Am I going to have a, am I going to be widowed? This was, Mm. it was really serious and he was so unwell over that period. And so then Mm. that really became the big focus. So Mm. the the baby went into the background because we were just so focused on everything that we were dealing with around the health stuff. Ultimately, he needed a heart transplant, but that (sighs) surgery wasn't straightforward either. And so there were lots of complications and lots of time spent in hospital following that and after a very long road he made a miraculous recovery and was able to return back home and then about a year after he had his heart transplant he was able to return to work again that's amazing it really was it's a beautiful story but it's it would have to have its whole other story to flesh it out there was so (laughs) much that went on So after my husband recovered, oh, so this is the bit where I'm then meant to fall pregnant. Struggle, God, I can understand why we didn't have a baby before. Like, I completely yeah. understand. So now's You're the time. You're taking care of us. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> it's, I trust in that timing. Now I can make mm. sense of it. But the thing is, I actually just still didn't fall pregnant. Oh. <laughs> I know, which was like, oh, really? And so we did end up going down the path of IVF. And for us, this was a very, really a straightforward path in that I fell pregnant straight away with our eldest son. Our son ended up being born five years after we had first started trying to have a baby. All right. We packed a lot in in that five years. We really did. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's a lot to deal with. That sounds really full on and so much to process. In all of that, what kind of heart issues or what tension did it bring out for you? How was your heart and attitude towards God? As we've said, life wasn't turning out the way we had planned. For me, the way it looked is I had a lot of sadness and grief around Mm. life not turning out the way I'd hoped. I always assumed that I'd have children and had a timeline in my mind of when we'd have our first child and how many children we had, which I think a lot of us do. Mm. And first the infertility and then the health stuff that we went through, I found it really hard to process that my plans might not be what God had in store for us. Mm. And I found one of the hardest bits was not knowing if I'd ever be able to have a baby. Mm. I just really wanted someone to reassure me and say, oh, look, it will eventually happen and it will all be fine. And so I found the not knowing during that period of my life and what God's plans for me was really hard. Mm. And I think that was one of the most challenging things in that period. I remember you saying when we chatted earlier that if you had just known you were going to have a baby, it would have been, that's okay, I can just wait until then and would have found it easier to trust. Absolutely. I just wanted to know I'd be able to have a baby and that my husband would live and mm. they'd be, we'd come out the other side of this, mm. but we, I, we didn't know. We didn't know what it was going to look like. Mm. I'm a planner and I always <laughs> like to know what's going on so I can plan a step ahead. And it's really hard when you can't plan a step ahead when you're that way inclined. Mm. 
It's a real exercise of trust and faith, right? Do you remember when Jesus was talking to, was it Thomas, one of the disciples? And he says, blessed are those who believe without seeing or something like that. Yes. It just, I don't know, it just makes me think of all those times where I'm the same. If I just knew, I can trust you. If I I just see you, I can trust you. But you have to trust without knowing. Yes. And I also think the more we know God, the more we're reading our Bible and knowing God, we can trust his character. Yes. It will be okay. And I found that really helpful during this time is just reminding myself of the truths about God. And I just, there was so much that I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew God was faithful. I knew that he loved us. I knew that he had a plan for my life. I knew that he was in control of everything. And even though I didn't know what was coming up, he did. And so that was really comforting to know that there were no surprises for God. Mm. But I found enormous comfort in just reminding myself about his character and goodness during that Mm. time. But still, I remember we stopped going to church on Mother's Day for a few years because it was just too upsetting to be there when there was such a focus on celebrating mums. It was really hard. It made me rethink my entire identity and the shape of my life. And then when my husband became so unwell, I was just terrified of him dying and that I'd become a young widow And there was so much going on during this period that we had no control over. I felt very lost and overwhelmed. Mm. But through it all, I was so comforted that God was faithful, that he heard my prayers and cries and that he loved me and treasured me. I was really comforted by the truth that I was his child and that I had not been abandoned by him. And whilst it was clear I wasn't in control of the situation, I was very comforted to remember that God was and that none of this was a surprise to him and that he was sovereign in the midst of all we were going through. Through the whole thing, it felt like this process of surrendering and putting to one side the hopes and dreams of my own and trusting that God was faithful and that I needed to trust his plans for my life. That's really beautiful. You mentioned control a few times and how you're wrestling with it. And I think it's actually something that we all wrestle with as mums, whether it's the bigger things like wanting to have a baby or big worries with the kids that we have, right down to finding that perfect sleep routine or a Bible reading plan. What have you learnt or how have you grown when it comes to this desire for control? That's a big one. I have (laughs) always had these like latent control freak tendencies and they definitely seem to come out more when I'm stressed or overwhelmed as just my way of feeling calmer and capable and like I'm on top Mm. of everything but having faced just a bunch of big stuff where I had zero control you can't keep that up Mm. and it did help me to surrender to God and and trust his plans I used to say to myself just stay in my lane and trust God I don't need to know exactly what's happening or what my life will look like. It's my job to be faithful and trust God regardless of what my life looks like and what his Mm. plans are. That's beautiful. Look, it helps with the control thing, but still, like, it's it's all areas of sin. It comes up all the time. And since having had children, it just adds an extra stretch because Mm. you find that there's even more things that you can't control in your life. And I really struggle still with wanting to have this very 
nice established and reliable <laughs> Bible reading plan in my day, mm. which I used to feel like I was able to do before I had kids. And it's I, easy to think, yes, I'm close to God. I'm doing the right thing I as know. a Christian because I've, you know, had these amazing Bible studies. But I know. And I think of... it just throws a curveball. So I just seem like I get in these really good groups where I'm feeling like, yep, I've nailed it. The kids are older. I'm in this really nice routine again. And then one of them starts waking at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. And it all goes out the window. Yeah. And so I have this like strong desire, feeling like I want to do things the right way. And then when it doesn't go to plan, I can feel quite defeated and find it difficult yeah. just to do something um, mm. versus wanting to do it perfectly. Just a helpful reminder for me in this stage of my life that the perfect habits and routines that I'm seeking, they actually won't be the one that save me. Mm. And remembering that I and saved by grace, not by my perfect 5am Bible reading plan. That's helpful. So this is a bit of a broad question, but how can you see that you've been refined over the last, you know, nine years? I can really see like now retrospectively how God mm-hmm. worked through everything we went through during the years with the my husband's health and the infertility struggles During the most difficult times when my husband was really critically ill, I learned to trust God and depend fully on him in a way that I never had to before. Mm. I am so thankful that God used everything I went through to deepen my faith and reliance on him. Often during those times that my husband was really unwell in hospital, the staff would comment on how calm I seemed given everything that was going on. The thing is, it was really hard and there were times where it was completely overwhelming, but I had this incredible sense of peace knowing that God was in control of all of the details and that it was okay if I didn't know what was coming up around the corner because he did. Hmm. I guess in more recent years since having children, I feel like once again, you're stretched in a way that you haven't been before and in that I can see so much of my own sin is exposed. At this stage of my life, I've been particularly challenged in the need to be patient and flexible. And this is this is impossible to achieve on your own when you're physically and mentally exhausted and so <laughs> depleted. <laughs> but I love as a Christian mum that we know that we can lean into God and that he can be our strength and fill our cup during just a life stage where you do feel so constantly depleted. And it encourages me that I don't need to do all of this in my own strength because I can't, Mm -hmm. but God is walking this road with me and he'll just keep on loving me and refining me as I continue to walk along through it as well. I find it encouraging when, as you're saying, you feel constantly depleted and just at that sheer exhaustion. I find in those moments, my control rears its head. If I can just get that good routine, if I can just get lunch boxes packed the night before, that sort of thing. But to actually know that in those moments, I think I get a few Bible verses, but one that it's in, my power is made perfect in weakness, therefore I'll boast all the more gladly because then that's when Christ's power is on display. And I just... I can see that so tangibly when I'm so prone to sin in those moments. But if I can, if I stop and pray, God, help me be faithful to you. Help me not sin here. Help me, you know, point to you in all of this. 
Yes. He actually comes through. Yeah. And it's, it is a small miracle that I just didn't explode or yell or control or not be sinful. I know. And the thing is, it is hard because when you are well organized, things do run more smoothly. Mm. And so it's this constant struggle between, okay, it's okay to be seeking a bit of organization and order mm. for the smooth running of the household, but not then letting that creep into becoming like a controlling this is the most important thing and yeah, I'm trying to do this all in my flex. own strength. You need to flex because a three-year-old's not going to stick to your routine and they're no. going to have their meltdown and you can stick to the routine in that or you can help your child through that and be loving and, you know, all of yes. those things. Yes, yeah, um, absolutely. But you did say that, flexibility of it. You do need to be Oh, brave. yes. I feel as though that's been a big area of growth for me around patience and flexibility and just loving your kids where they're at Mm, yeah and that's beautiful um just thinking of the mum who's listening and has walked a similar road to you so we have plenty of women who have shared that they listen to this show and they're desperate to be mums so I'm often thinking of you listener if that's the road that you're walking and wanting to love you and be sensitive to you in this laura do you have any hope or encouragement for that woman who you know is in the throes of infertility or even ill husband ill children what truth would you want to remind her of oh it like it is so hard when life's spiraling out of control and you have no idea what will happen next I'd just like to remind the woman who's experiencing this that we have a God who loves her and is in control. Mm. And no matter what road you're walking at the moment, God is right there with you and you have not been abandoned. You can cry out to God and know that he listens to your cries and won't let you go. I used to find great comfort from Psalm 91 during that really difficult time of our life where I didn't know what was going on. I can share the first few verses now. Mm. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Oh, that's beautiful, isn't it? It's the most beautiful imagery, Mm. just knowing that we can lean into God and that he'll be there to protect us and be our refuge. Mm. But I'd also like to encourage the woman who is going through some of these really difficult times that if you can to surround yourself with some Christian friends, who can help support and encourage you. I had some beautiful friends who supported me, prayed with me and loved me and they were such a blessing in a really difficult time Mm. and made walking the road seem less lonely. That's really beautiful. Laura, thank you so much for coming on and being vulnerable and sharing your story with us and just reminding us to seek Jesus and to trust him and just a reminder that God is faithful and that he's sovereign over our lives. I've been really encouraged, so thank you. Would you mind wrapping up the show by praying for the mums who are listening? Yep, very happy to. Thank you. Father God, 
I'd like to thank you for the women who are listening to this podcast and pray that you might be encouraging them as they listen to what we've chatted about. I'd like to particularly pray for the woman who feels as though her life's in turmoil and things aren't going the way she'd hoped. Father, I pray for anyone who is feeling this way. They would hold fast to your truths and rest securely in the knowledge that you love us, that you are faithful, and that you are always with us. When we navigate the tricky times in our lives, let us all be reminded that we have an eternal hope beyond the hurt and pain we experience in this life. And Father, please also help us to love one another and show sensitivity and compassion towards the Christian women we have in our lives. Help us to be women who value relationships with one another and demonstrate your love and kindness. Thank you for your grace, love, and mercy. In Jesus' name, I pray then. Amen.